This is uh, Med Kasana, a.k.a. Mel East, and you're listening to the Mike Sappho Podcast. Ready to roll? All right, so how do you label yourself? You NBA 2K player? Like, people ask you, you're online dating, whatever. Uh, if I'm online dating, uh, I would tell them I'm a, technically, legally, I'm an NBA player. Okay. So uh, th- that's the thing I would go with, but but then when you go more in depth, then they like look at you, they're like, you're not an NBA player. Like I, I have the height, but a lot of these other guys in our league. You're a big dude, man. Yeah, I played ball my whole life, so like uh, I have the height and I have the frame. I actually, pl- I could have played internationally if I didn't tear this ACL right here. But uh, it, I, I always go by the the front of like, yes, I'm an NBA 2K League player. I'm proud of that. But I'm an NBA player, so I go by that. I, so I, I'm affirmed to it because legally, that's what it says in my contract. Do you have an ID card that says you're an NBA player, like NBA, a member of the NBA? Yes. That's cool. How cool is that? Uh, it, it's dope. It's a dream. A year ago, I would have never thought about this. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. So I play FIFA and NBA, mm-hmm. and I follow like Darren Ravel and all these different ESPN guys. And like the last two years, all they do is tweet about eSports and this and that. And I'll be honest, I didn't believe the hype. I'm like, who's – and I, I know younger kids. I'm like, oh, they'll watch kids play Call of Duty and that shit. I'm like, no one's going to pay to watch people play video games, basketball games, and Madden. And yet you guys sell out arena. When did it blow your mind? Like, this is legit something big. Uh, it blew my mind uh, last year when I heard about it. So when I heard Adam Silver get behind this, I was like, okay, bro, this is legit. My mom was not a big believer in this. Look, I, I come from a Muslim background. They're not big on this kind mm-hmm. of stuff. They want you to be the, the typical They <laughs> want you to be the typical guy, a doctor or a, a big-time dude, like, doing a business, doing something like that. But me, like... I always try to do something different. I always wanted to be unique, and this is the way I wanted to do it. And uh, when I heard Adam Silver get behind this, and uh, and then when I when I started hearing the rumors about like how they're actually like NBA teams are actually going to be owning these teams, like backing them. Yes. Yeah, I read that too. I'm like, you're saying the Knicks are going to back a team? I didn't get it. Okay. Yeah, and I'm I'm a part of the Celtics affiliated <laughs> team, which is crazy. And we met Brad Stevens as well, which was a blessing as well. And you learn so much from these guys behind the scenes. So you playing video games. I want to do the whole, try to wrap it all up. You're playing video games. Just regular. Obviously, you're a good gamer. You played NBA 2K. Then you see Adam Silver's like, hey, we're going to get this NBA 2K league going. Are you thinking, I can play in this league? Did you know you were that good? Or you were like, hey, I'm going to go try out? Oh, no. When I heard about it, I was like, 100%, I'm getting behind this. Because I knew my skill set was there. I've been I've been playing this since 2K9, which is basically 2009. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I've been playing, so I'm 21. So that's literally half my life. I've been playing this game at a high level playing against high people for free at home. <laughs> for free at home, bro. And, and and I'm like, okay, now I can make a living off this, and I get a platform and a voice. And that was the thing that resonated with me. Well, you know what? I, let's jump ahead now because you keep saying that. I read in the Staten Island Advance mm-hmm. that you said you want to do well for your community and have, be a voice. Uh, be a voice to what? Because I was curious with that. Okay, I, w- I want to be a voice for the people that, that don't have that voice. Because think about it. Before this, I if I spoke to somebody about this, it wouldn't resonate with them, but now I have the platform. I have the verified check. I have, I have this. I have that. I've been on uh, a couple of articles, like you said, the Staten Island events was a big thing for me. It was, it was a personal thing. I after the in our off season, that was my main thing. I talked to my uh, agent Joe. I said I want to do something in Staten Island. I want to start spreading the word because these guys don't know about it. We have half a million people out there, and they don't know anything that's going on. So I wanted to let them know that there's a big thing going on behind their backyard. And you're saying you're Muslim, and your mom supports you. Obviously, in the <laughs> beginning, she didn't. No, She's no, like, no, what? no. Wait, your career, you go to high school and college, and you play video games? She was not about it, right? No, no, no. My <laughs> mom, like, my mom, look, I was a finance major, so she was, she was happy with what I was doing, and I was happy with it. But then 
I wanted to take this opportunity because I don't just see it as like a year or two thing. I think the growth in this is exponential. I think this is going to be a big time thing. I think in the future people are going to talk about the how the first year went. And I had a good first year, but uh, I'm I'm hungry and motivated to come back and win in championships. Now, it's funny. So, like I said, everyone's been tweeting about it. I said, you know what, let me look it up. I, I'm fair with everything. I'm like, you know what, if I'm not into that, but I won't look it up. I'm like, actually pretty entertaining. And I was... I'm like, all right, so these dudes, once I knew you were coming on, I saw you from Staten Island. I grew up on the island. I'm like, oh, I got to get this dude on. And now I'm looking up. I'm like, all right, Mel East. First of all, where did the name come from, Mel East? All right, th- so this is a beautiful <laughs> story right here. So Mel East came from, all right, my gamer tag right now when I play it at home is Mellow East because I grew up a Knicks fan. So Carmelo Anthony was obviously my idol. I loved him in Denver as well. Okay. And the East part doesn't come, no, because I'm not an East Coast kid. That's what everyone says. It's yeah, the cringiest yeah. thing ever. No. It's because my favorite artist is Dave East. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's f- my favorite artist is Dave East. So I wanted to l- replicate. I wanted to get my two favorite guys in one. And I wanted to, like, you know, resonate with people as well. Because, like, Dave East, I, re- I relate to him. Because he came out of, like, he, he had a, a lot of hype going into his life. You know, he was a big-time dude. He played with basketball with Kevin Durant, Michael Beasley, and AAU. But then uh, he got on the wrong track. And uh, that kind of pushed him to do things he shouldn't have done. And, uh... And I kind of relate to him on this part where he, like, found a way. He wrote a song how he uh, – it's called Found a Way. And he talks about, like, how he had to find a way to make a living. And now he does that rapping and stuff like that. Everyone says the same thing. And I was one of them. Like, all right, they play video games. And I respect it. I'm Anytime someone can make money, whatever they do, I'm like, go for it. I'm like, these dudes are getting paid to play video games. Good for them. And then I looked it up. Dude, it's a legit job. Like, this is your job. But take – because you guys had a combine. Like, it wasn't like, hey, I want to go play video games. Let me try it. You went to an NBA 2K combine. How's that? It's literally in your house. If, if you have an internet connection, you have an Xbox or PlayStation, you could do it at home. You could, uh, well, the process is actually on the way, so you can't do it now. But, uh, yeah, the combine was pretty crazy. Uh, last year, I was averaging some crazy numbers. Uh, now, when you, when you do combines, I'm going to ask generic yeah, yeah, questions because yeah. I'm actually curious. Of course. So, you sign on, like, I want to do career mode, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now you're playing... You're playing as yourself or you're playing as Giannis or you're playing as oh, a NBA you, pl- you play as yourself, so it's like a creative avatar. So there's like different type of playing styles. So like if you have a playmaking sharp, think about it. You're a, a dribbling guy yeah. that can shoot, kinda like a little like Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. So like there's different play styles. Or you could be like a athletic lock, a guy like Giannis who's athletic as hell and he can play crazy defense. So like there's play styles you gotta it's like a meta. It's kinda like other esports, it's called metas, like different type of play styles. Mm-hmm. So you have to figure it so, out. So you're creating yourself. Like I'm, you're, how old are you? Like 6'3", six, 6'4"? Six, yeah, like 6'4 six, and a half, 6'5". So five. you're creating yeah. yourself to be yourself in the game. Yeah, well, yeah. You okay. So you can like do a face scan so it shows, it mirrors you and stuff like that. And it's pretty dope like how you can actually recreate that. And it's pretty fun. All right, so now you're bowling in the combine. Mm-hmm. You're putting up crazy numbers. And now let me ask you this. Do you play just as yourself or are you playing as the whole team? You're playing with – all right, so the, this is why the combine is so like difficult and challenging for some people. Because you're playing with strangers every single See, damn I game. I would pad my stats. I wouldn't pass the ball once. I would drop 45 points and be like, here's my number. And they have analytics for that. Shut I swear to God, bro. I, sh- <laughs> I swear to God. Okay. They have analytics for these little things. How much you dribble. If you're a ball hog, they know. And they wouldn't want you in the league. See, you just crushed me because I was like, I'm going to do this and just drop 50 points a night. No, no, no. They they have analytics behind the scenes that <laughs> the NBA uses and 2K as well where they – uh where they go for the selection process, which they use for year one. They want to get the best talented players out there. 
And the best way to do that is you got to measure every little thing. How long a guy holds the ball. If he doesn't pass the ball. If he's spamming X or square to try to steal the ball every play. They don't like that because you're just wasting your time. Yeah. Why are you like you're just reaching the air, you know? You're not doing anything. So they have these little metrics that you could never think of that help them like get the best players in the world. And how do they put you guys on random teams? It's just completely random. Like the combine, right? You just randomly get on a team? So no. The teams were No, no, uh, I'm not talking about the Celtics draft. I mean the combine practice. Oh yeah, yeah, it's random it's oh randomized. Every single game you're playing with a random guy. Like one game I was playing with some dude from Germany. And he couldn't speak English like that. And but he was apologizing. He was like, "Sorry, my English." Like you know, yeah, yeah, I yeah. I felt bad. I messaged him after. I was like, "It's all good, man. Just keep it going. Keep it going. Try to keep your head up. It's all right. Just work on this and work on that." He's like, "Thank you so much." And then he still messages me to this day. So now you do the combine. Mm -hmm. You're crushing it, obviously. And now, is it true you guys met with like owners of these teams? All right. So the owners of the teams are the teams itself, like the Boston Celtics, like and everything like that. But they have certain people for their esports. So yeah, like an esports branch. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, we uh during after the combine, uh, almost every team reached out, and I'm talking to all these teams, and of course, is this blowing your mind now, man? Like it, it has to be. It, no, I was rattled. I was rattled at home. Like I'm getting emails <laughs> from uh from New York. I'm getting emails from uh who else? The uh Boston, obviously. I got emails from all these teams around the league, Orlando, all that. There, all these teams want to talk to me, set a time, an interview. And uh, it, it was crazy because, like, all the teams asked pretty much the same questions. Mm -hmm. But my team, the Celtics, asked the questions that I didn't think w a team would ask me. Like, what's your end game? What do you plan on doing? What, what, do, you think of, what do you think of yourself uh, doing from, like, 10 years from now also? And how, how like, invested are you? Yeah, they, they, they don't want to invest in you if you can do it for a year and be like, oh, I'm looking to go do this. Kind of like that. But this team was also asking me, like, like, what do you want to do with that platform? And uh, and I let them know I, I want to wow. help people. Like that that's a big thing of me. Like uh, that's who I am. I didn't grow up by everything. My mom raised me by herself. Like, I didn't. I'm an only child. So like it's just me and her. So like I want to be that inspiration for those kids growing up that are just by themselves as well. Wow. So now you wanted to go with the Boston after those questions, right? After those questions, and also they uh they had the second pick in the draft, so uh, I knew they were gonna get. I had a good feeling that they were gonna get my. One of my teammates I've been playing with for like is seven that Fab? Years. Fab, he is the bro. He is he's literally like probably like the LeBron of our league. You know, you know it's great. So I, I messaged you. You said you, you'll come on. Oh God, let me do like twenty minutes of research. And all I do is I'm reading. I'm like, it's Mel East and Fab. Mel, like you guys, are like Jordan and Pippen, kind of. You guys are a great team, oh bro. That's my brother for life. Like he is literally family to me. Like it's crazy. Like uh, you play with these guys for years. Like online and then you finally get to meet with them not only do you meet with them but you s you're literally spending six months with them every single day watching film together hanging out watching movies going out doing all this and that like bro it's lit like S so now you do the combine now it's draft time there's a real draft like this isn't like hey by the way you're on this team did you go to the draft 100 percent. they did that msg yeah, yeah, yeah. they did that msg so i wasn't like sure if you were there yeah, no, I, I was definitely. I, I was like, yo, I live in New York. They're, they're paying for my limo. They brought a limo what? to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I swear to God, they brought a limo. I was like, okay, uh, it's lit. I'm with that. And, and that was the day my mom's mind changed. It took until draft. Of course, day. though, because you're telling mom, I'm, I'm in a combine. She's like, what are you talking about? I'm on the phone with the Orlando Magic. Okay, like, she, so the limo pulls up. You're imagining Square Guard, and then it goes. I, you win third round, right? Yeah, so yeah, third, third round comes. Mm -hmm. Now you know Fab gets drafted by the Celtics. So now deep down you want to be a Boston. And does Adam Silver make the pick? All right, so Adam Silver 
only was there to make the first overall pick. Okay. And every other pick was uh, made by Brendan Donahue, our commissioner. Yeah. He's basically our Adam Silver. He he's, he's works with the NBA for like 15, 20 years. The guy's a legend, bro. He's mm-hmm. awesome. So, like, wh- when it was coming up to that pick, I was like, all right, bro. All right, bro. Like, it might be that time. Because, like, I was projected to go, like, late first round. I w- How many teams are in the league? Se- 17, year one. Now there's going to be 21. So, four new expansions. So, teams. 17. So, you don't go first round. Mm-hmm. Now, another 17, that's 34 picks. Now you're like, oh, come on. I know I'm good. Why am I not getting picked? All right, so like, so they did it like this. So like, uh, Boston had the second pick. So the next two picks were back-to-back. So like, uh, yeah, like a snake draft. Yeah, snake draft. Yep, Okay. exactly. So uh, so they did the snake draft, and uh, they picked me with the third one. So I told them, like, this is a little behind-the-scenes secret. Like, I was like, okay, like, if you, if you guys are going to do it like this, all right, get, secure the center first that we wanted, and then secure me. And that's how it panned out. And draft day was just uh, exhilarating, too, because, like, I didn't know what to expect. Like, you're seeing all these dudes you played against you t- all these years, and then they're right in front of you. And, like, you're like, okay, like, all right, th- this is real. Like, and that was a day, like, my mom literally, like, you, was. Your mom went with you? Yeah, I, I, oh. I had to bring it, bro. <laughs> I was like, like, I swear, this is real. Yeah, I'm bringing you. And then she was like, all right, this shit's legit. And that was the moment, like, I was happy. Because my whole time, like, during the offseason, I was doing these interviews and stuff with teams. But, like, it didn't feel right because my mom wasn't fully on board with it and I was still doing it. Yeah. But then during the draft, it changed everything. She met with the other parents, too, that were there for the kids as well. And it was, like, probably a support group. Like, hey, our crazy kids might have something here. Exactly. <laughs> That's what she was, like, confused about. But, like, of course, like, she doesn't watch this stuff. Like, of course. She barely watches the NBA. How is she going <laughs> to know about this, you know? All right, so you get drafted now, Boston Celtics, mm-hmm. with your boy Fab and the center. Now you have your team. How many people get drafted? Uh, so six players. So it's six rounds. Oh no, so it's like one alternate player. Yeah. Drafted anything, okay? And you have to make a commitment. It's not like y'all play you in two K tonight. All right, what time you want to play? You have a real schedule. So now, is it true you guys moved to Boston? Yeah, every team has to move in market. So like, uh, we we moved out to Boston. Uh, we lived in Harvard Square. Oh, that's oh, that's a great place to live. Old, it's very old. Though. Is it the first time you're out of Staten Island, like living? Yeah. Okay. For for a period of time, hell yeah. And I was actually kind of surprised, but like, bro, I thought the people of Boston were gonna be like, you know, like I always, cause I grew up, a, I'm a Yankees fan, mm-hmm. so like I grew up like thinking like all these guys are like rude as shit. Of like, course, they're gonna hate me. Oh yeah. God. I'm from New York. They're gonna roast me or something. Bro, they were showing mad love. These guys, like, I, I'm telling the Uber drivers what I do. They don't even know what the hell I'm doing, <laughs> but they're like, yo, you gotta win. That's all that city. Oh, about. I know. They don't, you yeah. win. All right, that's the job. They're, like, over here, if you win a championship, it's, like, the biggest thing in the yeah. world. Over there, it's, like, the regular. Unbelievable. <laughs> I loved it over there, though. I, I'm not going to lie. It was a vibe over there. So you, you moved to Boston in a house. Like, kind of like the real world, right? You move into a house with people. It's an apartment. So it's, like, uh, we had three two-bedroom apartments. So it's, like, you get your own privacy and stuff like that. You're, it's also it helps build chemistry as well. Of course. And now you're practicing with each other, sitting around. Like All day. All day, like You're 10 hours a day. Yeah, our team practices the most out of any team. Like, uh, that's just, I guess, the Boston way. And how does it work with games? Like, okay. you're, you're playing uh, Denver, just say. Okay, so if Denver had a team in the league, if we were playing them, uh, we'd we travel back to New York. Every every game is played here in New York. Where? In Long Island City, that we have a studio. Oh, okay. It's called Brooklyn Studios. Yeah, I, hey, I, wor- I, wor- I hey, work. I'm, I'm going to bring you out. I'm definitely going to a game, 100%. Oh, 100%. It's not even a question. All right, so you're definitely coming out. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's guaranteed. We got it recorded. <laughs> oh no, I'll be there. It's not right. a question. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, 
the main thing is uh we travel back to New York every week, every team. So it's kind of tough for the West Coast team. Yeah. Because, like, there's so many delays. So, like, they try to book the West Coast teams, like, a day earlier so they could avoid those travels. But we had a couple times during the season where, like, uh like the Sacramento Kings couldn't get in in time and stuff like that. And speaking of them, bro, you didn't know that Shaq was their GM? I didn't know that. Shaq was their Shaquille GM. Shaquille O'Neal, is a G- really, he got involved in it. Smart man, that's a smart investment. Bro, bro. I don't even think it's an investment. I think he just like he. he I think he uh, helped them draft as well. So and he's into it that much. Yeah, and and the Kings lived out in a crazy mansion too. I'm not gonna lie. This, this is no, every, no. Every, everyone loved it. Everyone loved what was going on because the Kings, what they did in the beginning, because everyone everyone saw like yo, they're living in George Hill's mansion, bro. Like that mansion's sick. And and, and then so now I knew it was big. Obviously, after everyone's tweeting about, it, and I'm seeing legit arenas. Sold out for all different video games and stuff. And now they just added more teams. When the NBA expands to more teams, like, okay, this is becoming so legit, it's not even funny. What, at what point during the season did you like, okay, this is, forget Adam Silver's backing, forget about the draft. This is something that's going to be here for a while. When I met Brad Stevens, that was, the, that, was the, that was the point where I was like, okay, bro, this is legit. And I didn't just meet him. He, uh, he was supposed to talk to us for like 10 minutes. We, we were just going to his, their practice facility and just talk to them. Because the Celtics opened up a brand new practice facility. So this was before they were going into that one. Okay. So uh, it's called the um, the Red Arback uh, Center, I believe. So before we went there, uh, they were our team was like warning us, like, don't ask some crazy questions to Brad. Like, don't take too much time. It's his off season. Let him relax. We had a good run this season. I was like, okay, bro, we got you. And he ended up talking to us for an hour and a half. For a 10-minute combo, it went to an hour and a half. Literally asking we were asking every question imaginable. Like for me, the question I asked him was, "Okay, so for a passionate guy like me, I'm I'm known as the biggest shit talker in the league." Yeah, no, I actually went on YouTube last night and I watched the game. And hopefully, you remember it. You guys were down by like ten with two minutes left. It's on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and you come back and you're screaming at the other dude. <laughs> I think you made a steal. You guys win by one with a shot clock. Yeah. Fight. I legit did my research because I wanted to watch. I'm like, what is this all about? So I know you talk a lot of shit. Oh no, no, I back it up. You got and, and you're a big dude too. A lot of these dudes, listen, I've seen them. Maybe the most not athletic guys. <laughs> so you're up there. You're a big dude. You're in shape. You're six three. You're yeah, in New yeah. York. You're gonna talk a little bit of shit. Of course, <laughs> that, that's the New York mentality. That's how. That's how I grew up. Like regardless, and uh, I, I, I have to let them know. Like I have to be that enforcer on and off the court, and it, it's just. Bro. So, so what would you say to Brad Stevens? Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot. So Brad, I got carried away. So <laughs> <laughs> we got all hyped up with your trash talking. Exactly, talking. <laughs> exactly. Uh, what I told Brad was uh, like. For a passionate guy like me, you got guys like Marcus Smart, Marcus Morris, like two fiery guys. Like they play with all they do is play with heart. They carry it wherever they go. So like, how do you coach that? And like, what would you say to them? He's like, just he's like, I love I love both Marcuses. Be Marcus. Like he's like, I love Smart. Literally be smart. Like that's who he is. Like if you if you try to control his like uh his passion and his fire, you're not gonna get the best Marcus Smart. And if you try to do that to Marcus Morris, you're definitely not. Because these guys have backgrounds where it was rough for them. They have they And they feed off that. And exactly. And that's why the crowd feeds off them. That's why they're fan favorites. And that's what he was trying to explain to us. And then I, that was the moment I think I, not only um, I realized, but our, our, our whole organization as a Celtic game and, uh, realized. Because, like, they weren't trying to tone me down from talking smack because I was doing it from the beginning. This, ha- this conversation with Brad happened in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. So, like, they never told me to stop. But it kind of like answered their question as well in their head, like, okay, like we're doing the right Who thing. Who did your team or the actual Celtics gaming? 
like yeah. our our team, like our managers and stuff, and our coach Rico, mm-hmm. he's a great coach by the way. So like they also learn from Brad as well. Like okay, like I gotta let Mel be Mel. That's who he is. Like yeah, because if you're sitting there, if you if you have a crazy dunk, you want to get pumped up. If you're just sitting there, that's gonna affect you. Like oh, I'm not. Or up. yeah. Or if I got a steal and I call the other kid like trash or yeah, something yeah. like that, <laughs> like it, it's gonna mentally like because literally you're sitting right in front of these guys. And these kids are so used to com- like being playing at home, sitting in the comfort of their home. They're and, not they, used and, they, and they can talk shit because they they're playing. They're talking to a ghost on the other side. They don't know who it is. Exactly. But now you're face to face with that competitor. You get a steal on him on a big moment, crucial play. And you see his face like f. Yeah, yeah. yeah like he's just like mentally drained. Like, bro, you have to go at that. How many games do you guys play in the season? Oh, uh, we played about fourteen games. Plus, we had uh, three tournaments throughout the season. What was your record? Uh, record regular season wasn't the best. It was seven and seven. Okay. So like we were one game out of playoffs. We lost the last game. If we won the last game, we would have made playoffs. But it was kind of a blessing we didn't make playoffs. So the reason why is because now we have the eighth pick in this draft, and now we have the chance to add another solid piece to our fa- foundation. It's me, Fab, and Profusion. That kid, Profusion, is literally Ray Allen. Literally Ray. Best Allen. shooter. Literally Ray Allen. So now, because the season ends, it's the only league in the world the Knicks are actually gonna win. And <laughs> I, no, I'll tell you, I'm. I'll tell you this. This is how I knew I found out about the league. The Knicks tweeted, like, we won the championship, and it was the most retweets ever. Like, yeah. are you ki- Like, dude, this is <laughs> this is what we're going to go crazy. But then I looked it up. I'm like, all right, the Knicks actually won something. Let me get behind them a little bit. So the season ends. You guys have six guys, and they only protect two players, right? Yeah. And you're one of the two protected. Yes. Yeah. So um, uh, the, other, the other kid that they did, it was between, it was me and uh, Arsenal, uh, I don't think I don't think it was a hard choice, like obviously, but mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they, p- they I think they picked me because uh, they know my versatility and uh, they also know that I'm like it, the chemistry is there uh, for the long ride. Like I'm good on and off the court. I know what to do, um, and they feel like I'm the better player, so they went with me. And uh, Arsenal got picked in the expansion draft for the new team. So oh, that's cool. So he got picked up. Yeah, yeah. So he got picked up by Atlanta, which was dope for him. Now let me ask you this: This, this kid might seem a little different, and I talk to I have a lot of UFC guys that come on, okay. and they fight in the UFC, and you know they've been doing it for a couple of years. But kids now grow up at eight years old; they're doing MMA. You've been playing NBA, like you know you played. I bet you played other games too. Oh yeah. Now there's gonna be kids who are gonna be like ten years old who are like I want to be an NBA 2K player, and they're gonna dedicate their life to it. Is it gonna change maybe the way the games played? Like kind of not pushing you guys out, but you guys have years in the game. Yeah. But I'm saying like kids are gonna grow up now like. Hey, I want to be. I might not be the most athletic guy. I might have a disability where I can't run and play. So now you started playing, but I bet you played like ten other games. Oh yeah, I, I played. Uh, I played Madden. I'm also a FIFA guy as well. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty good at FIFA, <laughs> and uh, I, I like NHL. I'm, I'm a big sports guy, and Call of Duty and all that. You know, like also when you're a kid, you love Mario Kart. Yeah, but there's gonna be kids growing up now that just played. focus on one game, like MMA. Like all the MMA guys I have on, they're like, yeah, dude, we're scared because. You know, they're, they're getting out of the game now. They're, like, yeah. in the late 20s. They're like, there's dudes who are 8 years old who are doing MMA, like, mastering every single fundamental exercise. That they never did at that age. Exactly. It, it's scary. It, like, for me, I don't think about it. Like, Well, because you're, you're yeah. young. You're in the game. Yeah. You're good. What is there an age limit? Like, how old do you have to be to play in the league? Uh, You have to be a minimum 18. Okay, that's good. That's yeah, smart. Yeah, so you can't have no 14-year-old kid oh, missing no, no, school no, playing. No, no, 100%, <laughs> bro. That's just a bad look. The NBA. You gotta realize the NBA is so smart. They wouldn't jump on anything. They didn't realize like that they could really. Everything's the image and and now wh- and this is gonna sound. Why not international? Because um, everyone plays this. I'm surprised you don't want their international team. So I think uh, the goal is to just get the first thirty. Okay. The, the thirty teams that are in our league, and I think that's gonna happen. I don't know 
it could be next year or the years after. Who knows? But it's going to definitely happen. And when that happens, I think that's when they start really bringing that international stuff into it. And that's when this league, How great would that be if the Celtics or maybe an all-star team is playing a team from Germany or China? Because in China, the game is huge out there. A billion people over there, my guy. And <laughs> these guys these guys are like, uh, like they're so passionate over there. They love, you know, basketball is the number one sport in China, right? By a lot. Yeah. I know, I know. How were your stats this year? All right, so I um during the season. Yeah, during the season. All right, so I was more of a tournament player, where I showed up where every game was money. Okay, okay. So I showed up. Uh, what do you mean every game? You get paid. All right, so like we went to there's three tournaments, right? Uh, two of them, the one tournament, the next one it was called a ticket. But the ticket tournament basically means that if they win that tournament, they have a guaranteed spot in the playoffs, and they had a five and I think something record. It was terrible. But they won that tournament against us, and oh. that led to them going into the playoffs and winning it all. So that hurt us. Yeah. So you win that game. You kind not that you can go easy, but you're kind of exempt. You you guaranteed a spot in the. Yeah. So if oh. we won that game, we would have been guaranteed as well. So wh- whoever won that championship for that tournament would have got it, and plus you get on top of that, you get money, mm-hmm. about like nine thousand, ten thousand each. So that's. Dude, the money. It does it blow your mind that you're getting paid to play it, bro. I'm, I don't know. Like. I, it feels crazy. Like when I'm in those games, like those tournament games were just different for us. We were the best. We were damn near the best tournament team. We had, the, I think, the most wins for combined tournaments. So we know, like, we love that vibe. Like, like that one game elimination. Okay, we're ready. So that's why, pe- like, other teams were rooting for us in our last game, so we wouldn't make playoffs. They, they literally did not want to see us because we we're a scary team. Like we were just that hot and cold. Anyone ever give you shit for being like, uh, like NBA? Because you're talking passionate about it. I'm I'm roped in. I'm into it. I'm actually intrigued by it. people like, "All right, bro, stop your Do people give you any shit for it?" Uh, I never got shit for it to be honest. I mean, maybe cuz it's my appearance. So nobody yeah. really wants to maybe talk of shit course. to me. But uh <laughs> I I never really got anything from it. Like nobody talks bad about it. Everyone just says, like, "Yo, it's dope." Some people like are skeptical, but I think as time grows, like that skepticism is It's hard to be skeptical. Like I was that way years ago with soccer. When ESPN would try to like force it down your throat, I'm like, stop, no one's ever gonna watch soccer. Dude, now I'm the biggest soccer I just got back from the World Cup. Like I'm the biggest soccer oh, fan crazy. in the world. So but I'm saying like so when ESPN started pushing it, I'm like, stop. But then you watch one game, dude, people love watching this. Bro. You know what's gonna change it though, right? What? When you can bet on the games. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, that's when it's gonna change a lot. I don't know if it's gonna, cause then like you, you know, you guys aren't professionals. That might be the only thing. Yeah. If you can bet on the games, that's when it's gonna blow up. I think, I think uh, that. <clears throat> I don't know if that'll ever happen, but if that did, it would be dope. I mean, um, but at the end of the day, it's like I'm loving what we do now. Like if we don't, and if the league never does it, it's like who cares? Like when does the season start now again? There's no official date, but I know it's But you're guaranteed to a second season. Oh, yeah. No, they already retained me. I'm back. I uh, signed an off-season contract. So, like, basically, <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah, we signed an off-season. I signed an off-season contract recently with the, with our team. What, was it, so, like, our regular contracts for the season are with the NBA. Okay. But the off-season contracts are with your team. So, like, I, I basically got the, you know, the Celtics contract. And, you know, it says NBA player. And, you know, it's. Is it framed? Where is it framed? All right. I didn't frame it. Why not? Like I'm gonna get more of these. <laughs> okay, but that's your, you. You signed an NBA contract, like. No, no, no. I got screenshots and all okay, that. Okay, like, okay. I, I didn't frame it yet, but it, I think as time goes on, like eventually you might want to frame that first ever contract. Where'd you grow? Like I knew you grew up in Staten Island. Where'd you play? 
Uh, what do you mean? Like what schools? Oh, oh, I played at Wagner High School. Okay. Yeah, I grew up over there. I, I, that area is literally like my area, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I grew up there my mm-hmm. whole life, and uh, Staten Island is like I, I always felt like so much love for it because uh, it doesn't get the love that it deserves. The Forgotten Borough. I swear to God, it is. I, I don't even know why. We got five hundred thousand, uh-huh. damn near five hundred k people over there, and nobody like talks about us. So you were legit good ball though, because you said you. Could oh yeah. Where, I, could, which could, where could you have played internationally? I I had offers to play in um. A pro, a pro C team in France and uh, a team in Turkey as well. Reached out. What nationality are you? I'm uh, Pakistan. Oh, I'm actually going there. Oh yeah. Yeah. The end of February with a guy I work with. Oh yeah. I actually he just actually sent a letter of invitation for me to, like to you know you have to get the visa. Yeah, yeah. Have yeah. you ever been out there? Oh yeah, like a couple times, bro. It, um, you're gonna love it. I could tell from your personality already. Like, there's a few spots I would say. Uh, Lahore is L- definitely. Lahore, uh, Islamabad. Yeah, that's the capital. That's. So I, I, right now, the tentative plan, this actually happened two days ago. He actually wrote the invitation letter because mm-hmm. uh, someone in his family is getting married oh, in a wow. small village. So we're supposed to fly to Lahore Therefore. or Islamabad, one of them, and then go two hours to like the village. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang out there for a few days. And they said they- Those like, weddings are lit. Yeah, he's like- That's the, the village, only time I go. They said the village has never seen a white dude. That's what he told me. He's like, straight up. And you know, I'm like, I travel all over. So I'm like, dude, you hear Pakistan? Is yeah. it safe? He's like, Lahore, Islamabad, it's yeah. safe. Like yeah. it's- not not westernized, but yeah, a yeah. safe place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then from there, we're gonna drive to Amistad in India. Like right. Okay. So we're supposed to go over there. For yeah. Us. Yeah. So I'm supposed to go out there. Oh wow, that's dope. So that's weird. A Pakistani mom. She's not about like her son playing video bro, games. She's uh, <laughs> bro. She's she's legit with the sh- like. She would grab her slip and like say, "What? Well, come here!" Like <laughs> my mom doesn't play. She doesn't care how tall I get. She always like she. Like, I don't know. Because think about it from her perspective, too. Like, raising me by herself, she yeah. she always wanted me to go the traditional route and, like, you know, play it safe. But, like, me, Corporate I... Corporate job, office, suit. Go back home. Yes. Be near her. She does, That was another thing for her. She she hated the fact that I was away from her, too. And it hurt me, too. Yeah, but you leave, you're going to Boston. Now your mom's alone, empty nest in the house. Yeah, exactly. And, but the thing I would try to do is, since, God bless, like, I, every game is in New York. So I, I would try to, like, maybe, like, stay one weekend near mom and then fly back Monday early in the morning before we practice, which was every day at 10. So I try to always beat the flight. A couple times I missed practice a little early, but I came back in time. But. How's the camaraderie with the team when you guys lose? Like a real NBA team? Oh like my this, gosh, this swear beef, to God. This, oh you guys love each God. other? So it's it's real. Like, I didn't I didn't expect this because I thought like, because, all right, over the years playing at home, like when you lose a game, people leave the Xbox party. Like they just get mad. They'll yeah. turn off their Xbox. They're like, oh, oh, I throw, I dude, I throw my <laughs> remote. I do, do, I break stuff. I walk out. Yeah. Yeah, dudes, punch uh, a couple guys I know punched a hole in the wall before. Like these guys are nuts. But our team was, uh, it was, our team was just a weird, kind of a weird group. I loved them all, but it was just a little weird because like when we would lose, it would like these guys would just start bugging out. Like it, it kind of showed like the how like the culture is, and it kind of showed like how like uh that these guys weren't some people weren't just ready to handle the loss. So that was my job. I I, I actually took it upon myself. We lost a couple games early. The teams that we shouldn't have lost to, like the Warriors, mm-hmm. shouldn't have lost to them. And uh, after that game, I had to like we set up a players-only meeting, like they do in the NBA. No, no coaches, nothing like that. We set up, we talked in the, in our, uh, we talked in our apartment, one of our apartments. I forgot whose it was. And we ended up going in there, and I was like, you know what, bro, we gotta cut this shit, bro. Put your damn egos to the side. We gotta win a championship, bro. That's what we're here for. Screw all the kids shit. You wanna win money? All of us aren't rich none of us are rich we win this championship it's not gonna make us rich either but it's gonna help it's gonna help your families think about your families put your egos to the side and we had shit like that going on early but 
That's every team. I know the Knicks went through it. Every team went through it. And it's just how you, like, like kind of counter that. How are you going to, like, uh, fix the issues and stuff like that? And it was kind of like my job. And then that was when my team started realizing, like, this kid got leadership qualities. And that was when I, like, I had to start embracing the role that I, I felt like I wasn't meant to be in. How old are the people on your team? All right, so we had a kid. How old are you? You're I'm 20. 21. Okay. So uh, Fab is 22. Profusion is 20. Um... We had Arsenal was like twenty one my age, and then uh, we had uh, Speedbrook was about like twenty four, and then our sixth man was thirty. So so now right now you have three new, three guys on the team. So it's kind of cool because now you guys are the veterans now. So when they come in, so your core nucleus. Not that you didn't want the other guys, yeah, yeah. but you and Fab. Now you guys are kind of the nucleus. Hey, here's how we're gonna play the team. So that's kind of good. That first year, <clears throat> you get it out of the way because now it seems you guys are kind of ready to move on now. Oh no no, and I felt like. We needed last year to set the foundation for the future. Because if we didn't experience what happened last year, we wouldn't know the things coming into the season. But literally, if you could imagine anything that happened to our team last season, it happened. We went through every single thing. You play. You still play. Now, are there kids that are playing? You hit them up like, dude, you should come on. Like, are you playing? Like, do you know who's coming into the league? Oh, uh, all right. So I can't really comment on that. But, of course. But uh, I can say there's players that are very skilled that I can tell are coming in. Really? So and you don't know who's gonna get drafted? Yeah, but you you wow. can you can you know who? All right, so we know who the good players are. Sure. But the co- point of the combine is to make it fair mm-hmm. for like the kids that aren't like the known players that. But that's how the real combine is. You exactly. get the NFL draft. You know, these Undrafted twenty guys players. are good. But this guy all of a sudden blows up out of nowhere. Like, oh my god, this guy ran a four two forty. It's insane, and and that th- that's the point of the combine. Our combine is kind of dope because like. And it's kind of misleading as well. So we had a couple of players in our league last season where I'm not going to put names out, but a couple of them, like, they put up good numbers in the combine, but they were never known to be good players. And the same thing happened in the league. They were, ended up not being good players. And, that's and there was no cutting players during the league and stuff. And that's the thing. So that that's You're making a commitment. This isn't just like, let's take this dude today. You're making a commitment. Like, if you have a shitty guy, it's going to hurt stuck you. with him. Yeah. You're stuck with him the whole year. But the now I like what they did, though. Now there were a lot of trade, but there's only trade windows. So they had one trade window already that happened, and a big-time player got traded from Detroit. Okay. He got traded to Indiana, which was – they call him the best big man in the league, Ramo. So he got traded to uh, Indiana, which was a big-time move because they already had a good player and a guy named Wolf who's a good defender, and they have another guy like Ray Allen, basically another guy in the same role. So – that was the that was kind of a league shifting move, and as a competitor, I respect it. But now it's like, all right, like now we got lock in. Now when I play Indiana, I know what's up. You said he's a big man. Is yeah. he a big man in real life? No. Okay. See, <laughs> he's from Brooklyn, though. Okay. I love. Hey, I love that kid. He's <laughs> yo, he's dope. No, he's not a big man. No. I was I was gonna ask. I'm like, you know what? You play small forward, right? Yeah, I play small forward, power forward. How, how tall are you in the game? All right, so small forwards are six eight. Yeah. Power forward six eleven seven. Uh, centers are seven one. So this se- this season I actually might play center. Really? Might play so center. It, it was funny. So you create your one guy, and I'm thinking, because oh, I looked at you, I'm like, oh, this guy's a tall dude, six three. Mm-hmm. I read that you balled before, and then I'm like, I'd make myself like just monster center. But I bet you the centers are probably guys who are like five three, who always wanted to be <laughs> big. <laughs> I sw- I swear that's how it is. Every center of I've seen, course, though. every center I've seen is legit <laughs> under six feet, and I've seen guards bigger. I was just gonna say you probably get a big point guard who's like. A big dude, like 6'8", like, I kind of want to have a handle. I always <laughs> want, but that's the truth, though. You always want to have a the handle. The opposite. You want the opposite. <laughs> and then me, i always been a tweener. So, like, I was always in between. Like, I always played. I played small forward growing up, too. So, like, that's why I wanted to be, like, 
a mellow LeBron type of player. What's the most people you've had play in front of you? Like, you guys have a lot of people there? All right, so the the stadium, like, the, the arena that we play in, uh, it's like a it's brand, brand new state of the art. So it's like, it's not that many people. It's like, you probably get a good, like, couple, like, 50, 100, like, maybe like that. You could get that. Like, it's, it's tough, too, because, like, when we played the Knicks, bro, they had the whole damn thing packed out. And they had the whole side cheering, ole, 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 like, doing that. And I'm like, bruh. N- now, when the Barclays sell out, what's that for? Is that for Call of Duty or what? what are I those think games? that was Overwatch. Yes, okay. Overwatch okay. is such a big game. Like, uh, I I played it a couple times. I'm not big on it. I'm because I'm not good at it. Yeah, so that's kind of why. So well, that's why I do. I'm like, oh, that game is the worst game I ever was. <laughs> I'm, I'm I saw it. Yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So over, bro. These these other esports, they don't even have that like a organization like the NBA supporting them. So that's where the growth of this league. That's where people start thinking like, yo, Overwatch did this all by itself. Imagine what the NBA 2K League could do with the NBA on top of that. Scary. It's super scary. And the fact that, like, ESPN's done articles, like, these big-time sports media outlets and stuff like that have done articles on our league, done articles with some of our players as well, which is dope. Yeah, Darren Ravel actually just tweeted about uh, a sneaker that some, I forgot what company, maybe Puma, is trying to have, like, a sneaker contract with eGamers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, we actually, I think our league had to deal with Jordan. In the beginning of the season, but I think I think uh, with technicalities and stuff like that, it kind of broke off. But uh, that's the point. Jordan was willing to in the beginning of the season actually be a partner. And I went on your Twitter, and you have you guys got some stuff. You got some like dope sandals and stuff. You guys got good like good merch, bro. They, they, we got crazy merch, and I I love it. It's fire. Everyone, but the thing is like, there's not enough. So like, you go back home. I give out like ten shirts. Oh, I know you don't. But then there's like eleven other people that are like, yo, like come on. <laughs> I'm your boy, bro. Your day one. I'm like, oh my god. So, so now you're just waiting for the call to go back to Boston. Uh, so like, uh, right now, since this, like I told you earlier, I signed the off-season contract. So, uh, what one year deal? Uh, so no, the off-season contracts are actually uh, up until the season starts. Okay. It's like basically I'm signed. It basically shows you I'm just signed with the team until the league starts. When the league starts, that's when I'm with the NBA. Okay, follow. I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, the, what's the reason for that? Do you know? Yeah. So, um. The off-season contracts are just basically there for, like, if the team does an event, it's guaranteed for us to get paid. I got you. Oh, make, oh it really helps you guys out there. Yeah, yeah. So That's it helps job. us get paid. Yeah, so, like, uh, the, we were supposed to have an event this month, but it ended up not happening. It's supposed to happen uh, soon. So uh, we're going to have an event probably uh, sooner or later, and we're going to go to market. They're going to pay for us to go and market. We're going to, from Logan Airport, we're going to go straight to the hotel, change whatever, then get ready for the event. Stay there for a day or two, probably catch a game maybe at TD Garden, and then probably head out. And then have a couple events dur- throughout the off season, and then when the season starts, that's when we lock in. That's when we full out move. Who brokered that deal? That's a good. That's a good deal by whoever set that up. Uh, I think I think that's just the the general setup. Okay, okay. For like that's a good job. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually a really good job because you guys would get screwed. Like, I'll come up here. You feel obligated to go up there, but now they're paying for everything for you. Yeah, yeah. so like th- th- that's the thing I liked about it, though. We don't have a players' union yet. So I, I hope I want to be the one to start. I want to help start that. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like one of my goals. That was actually my next question. You guys have benefits or not yet? Oh uh, yeah, we actually do. Uh, we have four hundred one k. We have everything like that. Yeah. Really? Uh, dental, medical, all that. I, you know what? The medical thing's huge because you're playing video games for hours and hours and yeah, hours. I mean, we're not gonna. Really your finger might get sore. <laughs> <but> <laughs> your finger might get sore, but <laughs> here or there. But uh, no, nah, I, I think it's a pretty safe job. That, and that's another reason why my mom loves this. Yeah, of course. You're not in trouble. You're not getting in trouble. You're not. Getting I used to. S- 
when I tore my ACL, my mom uh, ever since then was like skeptical about basketball itself because like she, any parent hates seeing their of kid course, get hurt. Course. They're like, oh, it's gonna happen again or whatever. Worst thing happened after that was a sprained ankle. Like nothing. You tore bad in that game. I I tore my ACL actually at Clove Lake Park. I don't know if you ever been yeah, there. Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was playing at Clove and right uh, across from the St. Teresa baseball fields. Yup, St. Teresa. Yeah. So uh, I was coming down with a rebound and uh, I was going down to push it on the break and I kind of like I did a hop step like D, D- Rose kind of like towards my right and uh, I just felt a pop. I'm like, oh, this is. And you knew that was it. How old were you? I was, I think, sixteen. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was heartbreaking. It was my sophomore year, and that was the year I was like guaranteed to like get minutes and stuff like that. For bro. Wagner. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, so man. like, I was like, damn, bro. <laughs> and that was it. Uh, then I was like, you know what, bro? Like, I, I, it took me a while to recover because like we don't got that treatment like AP had and stuff like that where these guys could come back in like seven, eight <laughs> months. Like, bro, we, we like we're regular guys. You like, have your mom like giving you tea. Like, you're I, good. You're good. Uh, iced, like ice it all, elevated. All right, bro, you'll you'll be alright in twelve months. And that's what happened. And then, uh, yeah, actually, I actually ended up putting on, like, a little weight because you're not moving. You, so you're inactive, and your whole life you've been active, but for a t- 12-month period of the year, you're sitting at home doing yeah. nothing. You're doing shit. So then um, so I had to, like, recover that, get it going, and I did that. And then and now I'm, I think I'm better than ever. Is there a – I know there's NBA. What other ga- sporting games are there that there's professional leagues for? There's not a Madden professional, is there? Oh, or are they're uh, just tournaments? Yeah, so they – all right, so Madden has it, so like you're, you're playing one on one, like yeah. you're, you're playing a quick match. Yeah, because you have to. What are you gonna be drafting offensive linemen? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think uh, I think they want to do something where it's like uh, they they do things where it's like uh, you have a receiver, you have a quarterback, a running back, and then those guys are gonna be the ones to play the defense as well. Like I was linebacker, gonna say defense, corner. you can all play. Defense. Yeah, yeah. I I th- I know e- uh, Madden has something. They have e- esports going on because our commentator uh, that calls our league, Scott Cole, he's Literally the goal. He's like uh, Mike Breen of our league, like legit the Mike Breen. He uh he he comes from a Madden background. You have all the games are at one time or the separate times. Like you're playing the Knicks. Is that game at 10 a.m. and then the Indiana game at two? Was everybody play at the same time? Yeah yeah yeah. So 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 the studio setup. So like uh only two teams can play per time, which is dope. So like uh, you still get the audience. You get people's families coming in. Then they go out. You know you know what I'm saying. So it's it's uh it's dope how they set it up. So like uh. We we were like one of the most exciting teams. So like every team, every probably because you're trash talking too, right? Really? Yeah, no, no, no. Like, uh, our, the NBA goes over that stuff, and they kind of told us some things about that, like how like our team was probably one of the most popular because Fab is known as like the best player in the world. He's that good? Bro, he's filthy. I love that kid. He and he's such a good guy as well. Humble, humble as they come. And um, and then uh, then they got me. Like I'm a fiery guy. I've I've always been known as one of the best defensive players in the world, and now it's like I'm. Last season, I just I showed the world that all right, I don't just play defense, I play offense. I know I know when to score, I know when to get a bucket, and I'm a I'm, I think I'm the best two way player in the world as well. So then, uh, on top of that, I'm a shit talker, and and then uh, people like that. Yeah, that that sells, of course. And and that's where a lot of my fans have been coming from. And I've been going to the Staten Island Mall, and I see kids recognizing me, bro. It's it, like. I didn't expect that coming back. I thought it was gonna be like, oh shit, like Staten Island doesn't know anything. Oh god, I gotta, I gotta wake these guys up. You. Yeah, these guys are following me. The, the advance thing helped as well. I I went to the mall the next day and uh, I remember this uh couple. They had a they had a uh a nine year old son named Jacob. He came up to me. He's like, he's like, you're Mel East. I was like, I was like, yeah, bro. I was like, yeah. wow. <laughs> I was rattled. Like I was with my mom, and that was like, you know, like those are the moments like your mom cherishes, you know. 
Yeah, because I, I told you for a while now, I'm like, you know, I want to get an eSports guy on or an e-player. And then you look him up. There's that one dude who plays that Fortnite. Uh, Ninja. Oh, my God. He has, like, gazillion followers. Dude, on Twitch, he's making, like. He was on Ellen. Like Unbelievable. So, I'm like, these guys are unattainable, which I get. Because, you know, you guys have such a. Listen, if you're playing e-games, everyone who's going to follow you is on the computers, on the phone, so they have a huge social media following. And then I'm like, this dude's an advanced set down. I'm getting this cat out. <laughs> I appreciate that. No, no, no. I, when you reached out, I was like, yeah, bro, I, I definitely got I to gotta check this out. I wanted to hop on because, like, I, I, I seen some, like you said, you did research. I did some research as well, and I told Joe about it. I was like, yo, I, I gave him the email. I was like, bro, Yeah, he was great, too. Hey, did you meet? Did you get to meet any players yet, like any league players? Like uh, real it, NBA players? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, I seen a few from distance. Um. Lot, all right, so there's a thing in our contract, right? So where we can't really like legally like we can't post pictures with them. Some that's something I think they're working on to like fix. But there's something in the contracts where like last season, like De'Aaron Fox met with uh, the Kings players. He's stuff. a bi- he's a big gamer of De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox, a couple guys like uh, Gordon Hayward owns a you know he owns an esports franchise, right? Yes, I do know that. I yeah, knew yeah. That. So, go, like, people like that, like, they would love to meet us, but there's just legal stuff that's behind that where we can't post it. But if we meet them by accident or something like that at an event or something, like, that, no I would problem. I would never call you guys cheerleaders. That's the same thing in the NFL. They can't have cheerleaders post to players. It, it, obviously, you guys aren't cheerleaders uh, yeah, yeah. or groupies <laughs> or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wild. Yeah, uh, what players you into? Like, who are your three guys you would love to meet the most? On the Celtics? No, don't just say Celtics because you play for the Celtics. All right, <laughs> all right, I got you. Uh, Mellow, obviously. All right, I want to... All right, I grew up loving Melo, but now since he's not in the league, it's like I still got the love, but it's like right now he's not in the league, so sure, I can't sure, say sure. it. All right, so I'd say Damian Lillard. Okay. Because he's like he's a big advocate. I like him. Like his mentality. I, li- I like that unique mentality. I-, I don't like when people think too plain. Like they, I like people that think differently. I like him too. One, I'm a Yankees guy. Yeah, I love Jeter. Same. Jeter was the worst interview ever. It was oh, so robo- robotic. Everything was like, yes, yeah. Damian Lillard will say whatever he feels like it, but not being an asshole about it. He'll he doesn't come out there to try to be shocking. He yeah. just comes out and talks like, "Yeah, we played like shit." But yeah, I like him. Okay, Lillard's a good answer. Hello. Lillard, uh, I grew up in obviously. Uh, ah, this is tough, bro. This is tough. I'd say Porzingis. Okay. Because I would I would want to pick his brain on some things, and then uh, third, can I say a guy that's not in the league? Yeah, of course. KG. Really? KG and Draymond. I say both of them. Screw Porzingis right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> take, take him out. You threw out the only Nick that yeah. can give him. Well, I'm a Kentucky guy, so I love Kevin Knox. But yeah, he's been balling lately. Well, Fisdale's finally playing him. That's why. Yeah, He's been playing him, but like also his confidence went up. Because when they were talking about how, like, how he was a bust, I think that got to him. And he's yeah. like, all right, I And they were saying up. he's playing soft. I know. Well, remember, he's he's only 18 years old. He he's played one year under Coach Cal, man. And he, he balled out over there. And he put up numbers. Just like how Jamal Murray is now finally showing up. Another Kentucky guy. Showing up. These guys are showing up. and You, you know, the problem is so many people uh, just get rid of – oh, they played for a year. Remember, these kids are 18, 19 years old. They played one year in Kentucky, mm-hmm. which is, listen, a huge, huge uh, audience, everything. But, dude, they're 18-year-old, 19-year-old kids. <laughs> Remember, they play in the league two or three years. Now, all of a sudden, they're like, oh, my God, these guys are the stars. Only 21. They're yeah. 21 coming well, in. Well, look at Booker. Booker's <laughs> – Dude, they're putting up these crazy numbers. Put up 70 on the Celtics yeah. that one game. Oh, my. I still talk about that <laughs> to my team. You know what's crazy? Like, I always tease my managers because they're diehard Celtics fans. Like, literally. Because they work with the organization and they grew up over there. It's like, I always roast them. Like, since when they were doing bad in the beginning of the season, I was roasting them behind the scenes. And they would get mad. But now they're on an eight-game win streak. They're giving me shit. Do you – how long are the uh, games in the quarter, each quarter? Six minutes. But they – it equals out to like a kind of like a real game though, because like if we play twelve minute quarters, it would be inflated. Yeah, it's like one hundred. Yeah, like, yeah, it would be crazy. 
You gotta put it on like six minute quarters. So you never told me in the beginning the Celtics asked what your end game is. What is your end game? My end game is I want to be a big time dude that not only a champion in the league. I know I confident I will be. Uh, I but I'm also I wanna I wanna do like I wanna ha- be that guy where like people in Staten Island, especially Staten Island, because like I know Boston's gonna rally behind me because my team does a great job marketing and stuff like that over there. Staten Island itself, like I want. I want to be like a guy that where there's a couple players come in the league just because like I started bringing out that volume and telling them what was going on. So I, like my end game is I want I want my city to be in this league and I want them not only to be in the league maybe get a team or something like or I own a team in this league. How about more deep like uh how about the Muslim community because the yeah. Muslim community doesn't have a big athletic like you have Salah you have yeah. certain players Muslim, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah but like maybe to be the Muslim community because like yeah, exactly. the truth. They don't play a lot of sports, so no, maybe this would be an outlet. Is that a, exa- and that was another thing I was gonna get at too, because we have 1.5 billion of us in the world, and I and I'm one of the only Muslims in the league as well, and uh, I want to be advocate as that, cause like I, I'm a proud Muslim, I'm proud of that, cause that's how I was raised to be, and uh, I want I want to show the image, like a lot of these people like nowadays like they misconstrue like our religion and stuff like that, of course, and I and I want it to be me that shows them like, yo, like Islam's all about love, like. <coughs> Being a Muslim is like literally about love, and I want to be the guy that represents that. So that that's part of my end game too. And like you said too, with your mom, yeah, like a lot of Muslim parents are very strict. Exactly. And now you can like listen. <clears throat> I play video games. I'm making money from it, but I'm not just playing games and going do stupid shit. I'm being a voice to other kids. Hey, maybe you're not this or that. It's a really good platform you have. Exactly, and, and that's the thing I've been trying to attack. I, my agent Joe, like that's something I told him as well. Like I want to start doing events. Not only with the Staten Island community, but the, with the Muslim community, with like people like that. There's a bunch of great people in the world that have these uh, th- abilities. Like just anyone, it doesn't have to be a Muslim. It could be Catholic, Christian, anybody. Yeah, we have uh, people with abilities that just don't get that chance. And if and we they, could do they it, don't events, know where to go. They don't know where to go. They don't know who to talk to. They don't want. They, you know what? A big thing is that might be going way too mm-hmm. deep, but you never know. You might have a kid. Forget about being Muslim, whatever. Be like, my parents are super strict. Yeah. And then hit you up like, dude, can I just talk to you? How do I talk to my mom? And about I've had that. Really? Okay. I, I've had that about like four or five times already. On uh, Instagram, I have like 10,000 followers. So like that. My Instagram following is Oh, we should have Instagram live this. <laughs> I got it right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh, so like these guys, like like it's crazy. Like a 14-year-old kid, uh, I'm not going to say his name. Just, you know, he probably wouldn't want me to say mm-hmm. it. But he uh recently reached out to me. He was the most recent one. And uh, he was telling me like he's a Muslim kid. And he's not from Staten Island. He's from, um, I believe he's from PA, P- Pennsylvania, somewhere out there. And his family is strict. Like when he was telling me this stuff, I was like, "Yo, his his parents are stricter than mine." I was mm-hmm. like, "God damn!" And uh, he was telling me, and he was just telling me like, "Yo, like how do I explain to them?" He's like, "I'm a good I'm a good 2K player." And I actually looked him up. He was actually a good 2K player, but he's like 14. Mm-hmm. So like he's like, "Yo, in four years I want to be in this league. Like when I'm 18, I know I have the chance." I was like, I was, "He's like, what do I do?" He's like, "I was like, bro, first of all, you gotta make your family proud. You gotta make them. You gotta like." When you're in a situation like that with strict parents, you gotta let them know, like, bro, I'm I'm trying to show out for you guys. Like, I'm doing everything I can to represent you guys, and the best way to do that is to let them know that you care for them, and that's by like, you know, being a good student, doing all that. That's all. I mean, that's what they care about. You know, strict parents are usually gonna be on your ass about education. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that's the thing. I I would t- I told him I was like, yo, just focus on school right now. You're 14. Get smarter, learn the game, try to learn new tricks, stuff like that. I'm always here, so if you need something, reach out to me. Got questions about the game, let me know. And he appreciated that. And then 
And then every day, not every day, but like uh, every other day, he invites me to a party on Xbox and try to talk to me. Sometimes like I'm a little busy, so I can't join, but he knows. All right, I'm gonna ask you four quick questions. All right, smooth. Any memorabilia that you kept or that you want to get from this? Damn, memorabilia. Damn, bro, that's a great question. Um, to be honest, like uh, I don't even know what I would want. Like I feel like I ha- I have a lot already, you know. <laughs> um, just something iconic. Like I would want just something iconic with the with the with my team like a championship like if we win a championship i want an iconic picture like signed by like a bunch of like celtic legends and stuff like that by like bill russell and stuff like that like of us holding a champ at one uh, our 2k league championship and a real nba because we actually got to hold the nba champion bro that's heavy it's heavy so i held the uh the i forgot which championship they won because they won so many. Yeah, of course. So, like, I held a super old one, but it was heavy as hell. Really? The first thing I did in Boston, they brought me out for an event. All right, so I'm going to tell you a quick story. No, I want to hear. Don't rush. I want to hear this. Yeah, yeah. So, like, w- when I got drafted, they did an event called PAX East. And it was an event. It's like an eSports event. It's where all all the gamers in the world come to one event. And it was in Boston, of course. Okay. My luck, right? So, I got drafted the week after b- this is PAX East is happening. So... It happened in the Boston, oh, I forgot what center it was, but it was a huge venue. Uh, like, they're talking about Fortnite, all that, like Call of Duty, all they They have their, like, little stands and stuff like that. I could show you clips and stuff like that. It was dope. And then th- I, we were the main center because we're a brand new league, so they put us on the main spotlight. And, then and they want to showcase you guys. Yeah, and they selected 10 players from the draft, and I was one of them, to play in this first ever event. And uh, I represented us, and that was when I gained a lot of following as well because, like, these guys are local Bostoners, you know? They're local guys, and, and it was dope, like, that I got that chance to, like, see my hometown before the season started. No other Boston Celtic, like, my, none of my teammates were there. It was only me. So, like, I got the chance. So then after that happened, my team quickly grabbed me. They put me in an Uber. They said, all right, you're coming to the Celtic game. I went to the Celtics-Bulls game at the end of the season. They were, they were smacking the Bulls. Of like course. They, they were smacking them. <laughs> and then um, they put us up in the suite. I was like, whoa, what is this? Then I just see the... The uh, NBA championship trophy. I'm like the Larry O'Brien. I'm like he's sitting there, just pure gold. Like I'm like, bro, what? I was like, is this like how the regular? You, how are you here? I, I'm like, how am I here? But how, like, why is like I'm? I, I, felt, I was like, yo, I don't even deserve to be in the presence of that. Like that. That's some historic stuff. They're like, nah, you're a Celtic now. Like, you're a Celtic. That that this is what you're gonna be bringing here. And I and that was when it touched me because we had people in the uh in the organization like. Danny Ainge's assistant. Like, I met him mad times. Danny Ainge's assistant. And uh, we met a few of them as well in the organization. And they were there in that that little suite. And they were, like, just talking to me. Like, I was, like, I was like nervous as shit. I'm, like, bro, like, you know me? They're, like, yeah, bro, we know you. Like, what the hell? Because <laughs> our team, um, before they selected us, like, they actually kind of talked to the front office, these guys, to pick their brains to, like, what to look for sure. in players. Like, hey, you guys drift. Like real players from college, what do you think of this guy's personality? What exactly? Wow. And they measured it like that, and th- and that was another like crazy thing I didn't even know. And they they were telling me that I was like, wow. They're like, yeah, we know a lot about you. They're like, they're like we know how uh, passionate you are. We know like uh, w- one of them knew my stats. I was like, wow. That, you know that's impressive, and that shows you that they really care. So that that must be good for you guys that, too. I love it, th- but that's the thing though. Growing up in New York, 
I always like you know you don't hate on Boston, but you you kind of like you, all right, they're busting. Yeah, they're their second ass. class citizens still here. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they're always they're always busting their ass. Yeah, you know? yeah. So like, uh, but it made me appreciate like their culture, the culture they have, and and that's the thing I'm trying to take from their side to bring it here. Biggest misconception of an e player, e sports player, I should say. Uh, I get every time I talk about it, they think I'm a real NBA player. Me personally, I don't know about the rest of the guys. You're a big dude, though. That's why the b- biggest misconception it was is either I'm an NBA player or they think uh that like we're just like couch potatoes. Yeah, like yeah. they think that we just sit at home all day and we don't have a life. No, I go to LA Fitness every day, hit the gym, play ball. I play ball with Vinny. You know Vinny from Jersey Shore? Yeah, I play oh, with yeah, him all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I play with, that's my boy. Like <laughs> me and him play all the time. So like uh and I he I even told him about the league and he was like, "Yo, that's Oh, that's cool. He he comes to the gym like every weekend. Well, this is probably going to answer the next question. So every person will have on my show. I always I'll finish with this. You and I are at a bar or we're hanging out somewhere. Mm-hmm. Who's the coolest dude in your phone that if you texted them, they would text you back? Like ASAP. Like Within an hour. Within an hour. The coolest person on my phone. Would it be Vinny? I think it might be Vinny. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's I, actually a good Vinny. answer. Yeah, yeah, it might be Vinny. Because uh, he does reply. Like he, he's, not, he's not like those like shady like fake dudes. Like He's not like super Hollywood, you know? Like, he, like he knows I balled with him. Like I balled with him a hundred times. He, he's mad cool. Bro. Is he a good baller? I didn't think he was at first. I started playing with him when I was like uh, seventeen, and then, uh, bro, he gets buckets. Like, really? Gotta, bro, like you know what it is? Like, I feel like maybe it's just those courts. <laughs> I'm not trying to disrespect <laughs> my guy, <laughs> but yo, he he bank like he knows when to bank his shot. Like he's he's super clever and he's pretty athletic too. I I didn't expect that. But Dude, me and him never lose. This was an absolute blast, man. Seriously, bro, thank you. I actually had a great time. Not that I had a negative thought of it. I'm like, oh, I hope it's a good interview. Hope it's dude, legit intrigued. And sometimes I have people on. Like I have a lot of athletes, authors, celebrities, and stuff. And sometimes like these, I'm like, oh, this guy is awesome. This travel guy is awesome. And then all of a sudden it's like, dude, this is so boring. Dude, you exceed. Dude, this was an absolute blast, man. Oh no, no, thank you. I, I appreciate all your guys' work. Uh, I'm a huge fan now. Uh, you guys got me as a supporter. Uh, dude, I'm, I'm taking you up. I'm coming to a game. I'm being dead serious. Bro, please. I'm telling you Let now. me know. Let me know, and I'm going to try to get you some like behind-the-scenes stuff as well. I work three minutes from Long Island City, and I live in Astoria now, so it's five minutes away. Bro, this is the perfect setup. I expect you every game now. Well, I don't know about every game. <laughs> <laughs> my nah. friend, absolute pleasure, bro. Appreciate that. Thank bro. you, my friend.